0: hey guys it's hadley and it's emily and the bitches are back
1: and things are gonna get dark damned and disturbed
0: we got Doogie on location Hey, we have the ball fields today. Ball fields. We're squeezing in recordings when and where we can, and by that I mean wherever Emily is and has good phone service. So <laughs> good but times. Emily's on location and this is an Emily centric episode. So it is so far not liking to record this. So <sighs> we'll jump in while it's the signal's so good.
1: Okay guys, so today <clears throat> we're gonna talk about the Bayou Strangler. Um, Ronald Joseph Dominique of Homa, Louisiana, confessed to twenty three murders over the span of nine years. Uh, you wanna know why? Oh,
0: Lord.
1: Because he didn't want to return to jail after raping men.
0: So wait, that's why he was killing them? Yes. Okay, I thought you meant that's why he that's why he confessed. I was no. really confused. For a second, I was like, What? How does that? I realized how that sounded. No. I
1: was like, How does that help him? He killed them but... because he didn't want to go to jail again for raping them.
0: Um, I don't know if he was aware of this at the time, but you do, in fact, usually go to jail for longer for murder than for rape. Um,
1: no, he no, so okay. um, not much is really known about his upbringing. Ronald was born in 1964, he grew up. Fairly normal, like poor, but normal. Um, he was bullied for being short, overweight, and gay as a teenager. Even though he hadn't come out yet. And when he came of age, he would do drag, which was very poorly. Uh, he would dress up as Patty LaBelle at local gay bars. And people there said that he was, quote, off-putting and uncomfortable to be around
0: doesn't
1: surprise me no he also never had any serious relationships once he came out so he looked down on the gay community because pretty much because of that um so not only was he gay but he like hated the gay community but i'm sorry that you were weird i don't know anyway
0: i think that's not totally uncommon though because I i know we were just talking about degrassi but like I've been watching it and there's a character on there that it's the same way like he basically just portrayed being homophobic even though he was actually gay himself. And so he would literally like beat people up that he thought were like that were like out and gay like it was just what he did because he was trying to portray being homophobic so people wouldn't know he was gay.
1: Yeah. Well, it was I guess it was kind of the same. He never really beat anybody up. He was just
0: Well, for teen television drama, the yeah. beating up had to happen
1: for but... the sake of Degrassi.
0: The sake of the show yes
1: well you know something just wasn't right about him um but nothing really like nothing really happened uh he started killing in 1997 but he actually wasn't caught until 2006 that's
0: terrifying
1: yes absolutely in 1985 he was arrested for sexual assault committed via phone and was fined $75, which is roughly $200 today. Um, Yeah, I know it's weird. He was arrested again in 1994 for drunk driving. He was given another fine. And then on August 25th, 1996, he was arrested for his first felony. Um, He's arrested for rape. Apparently a man escaped from Ronald's window, screaming that he was raped and almost killed. When the case was brought to court in November, like that November, the victim couldn't be found, so the charges were completely dropped, and he was free to go. Yeah.
0: What? What?
1: Yeah. This guy was like, hey, he raped me, and then when it came to court, they couldn't find him.
0: I wonder if maybe he was, like, hiding because he didn't want people to think that he was, like, gay. You know what I mean? Probably. An assumption would have been like possibly That that kind of that would not have been a far fetched conclusion for people to have jumped to back.
1: No. That kind of comes into play later. Um, one of the victim's family members was like, No, absolutely not. My son was not gay. But Ronald had a very
0: Out of all the things to be concerned with, like Yeah. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, if someone rapes you, they rape you. Like Mm -mm no so
1: like matter? you know he he very much had like a specific type of person that he targeted you know maybe he wasn't gay which also comes later as well like
0: he's disgusting
1: so now he's been to jail and he doesn't want to go back so this is where he escalates to killing yes
0: yeah, yeah. the thing that you don't get any kind of a jail sentence for just yeah from- reference perfect yeah you don't go to jail at all for killing people so
1: no never why would you
0: not a flaw in the plan he's got this
1: perfectly figured out (laughs) so ronald would target gay men who would have sex for money who would prostitute um i watched the documentary blue bayou on amazon it's 4.99 to rent shout out pam
0: i was about to say i know damn well pam rented that and not you i already
1: know shout Shout out pam Pam for that (laughs) 4.99 (laughs) love you very much not just because of the 499 but you know thanks girl
0: we do we love you Pam um
1: and they said to find his victims he would talk to a guy and like in the spot guess whether they were gay or not within a minute or so he would just he would just know I guess he had a fantastic gaydar he
0: just had impeccable or I guess he thought he had impeccable gaydar like
1: yeah So if they were, he would offer um, money for sex. And if they weren't, sometimes he would say, hey, I have this girl, you know, I'll pay you to have sex with her. You know, kind of like a... Because some some couples like to do stuff like that.
0: Right. Um,
1: So he would lure them back to his car or to his place, and there's where he would tie them up, rape them, and kill them. Uh, His main go-to was a short stocky black man like he liked to go after like the short kind of buff black men um ronald's first victim was david mitchell his body was found in july 1997 near Hanville. i don't know if that autocorrected but we're gonna go with
0: it my computer does it all the time you're gonna learn very soon what pages is gonna do to your documents ma'am okay uh gary gary pierre's
1: body was found six months later larry ranson's body was found in july 1998 and his mo was the same every single time uh lure them tie them up rape and then strangle them um he would dump their bodies in sugarcane fields, ditches and small bayous because this is all in South Louisiana.
0: I just um, want to point out though they harvest sugarcane. Why would you dump them somewhere that they're that literally it's going to be plowed like they're going they're going to take all of the stuff that's hiding the body away. <laughs> the thing about him he's literally like
1: hiding just, in plain
0: sight. I just solved my own problem, though. He can't possibly go to jail for any of these murders, so it, he's fine. He could put—he could literally just, like, leave him Jay chilling at a bus stop, and he's totally fine. He's good to go. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. My apologies. Um, I completely <laughs> forgot that he, in fact, will not be going to jail for any of the murders that he's committing. So I guess it doesn't matter where he leaves them. But, like, for real, in a sugarcane field? I mean, in it's- his
1: mind, he thought, like, he wasn't going
0: to get caught. I guess at some at some point they all think that. I really, I guess it's mm-hmm. they, they come a point comes a point where they're all like, they'll never know it was me. But mm-hmm. also, like I was gonna say as well, I feel like six months to find a body is both a long time, but also like not that long of a time because I know they are like you know, like I know last night we recorded the Candyman episode, so the Candyman like they said that there could be more victims that the bodies haven't been found yet. So it's just crazy to think that people can actually do this and leave so little of a trail that unless the body is found there's no way to ever know their yeah. families just spend their entire life thinking that that person just went missing
1: mm-hmm. and there there were some families who in the documentary um they just knew like they were like N- he wouldn't leave like you know he literally called me every single day If he was going to be late past 7 p.m., he would call me, like...
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's, like, how some of the parents were with the kids in the Candyman. Like, they were, like, my son wouldn't mail me a postcard from Austin that said I got a job and left town. Like, he wouldn't even go to, like, baseball practice without telling me goodbye. So, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe that he just, like, up and moved to another place and got a job.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, So, throughout the years, he's arrested for various crimes... And a more notable one, and I thought this was kind of funny considering what kind of person he he is and like what crimes he committed. Um, In 2002, he was arrested after assaulting a woman at a Mardi Gras parade. He said that he saw the woman hit her baby in the parking lot, so she apologized, but he slapped her across the face. I'm gonna murder these people, but don't you dare slap that baby
0: first of all like uh, i don't know that i believe him with the whole like she slapped a baby thing um but
1: he thought he was doing something
0: what a what a great uh contributing member of society yeah fantastic across the face not condoning the baby being slapped but like (laughs) what (laughs)
1: I don't know he's he's not he's not okay okay he's not okay so, I, I am not
0: well after just being this far into this <laughs> I personally am not well.
1: <laughs> so. well over the span of nine years he committed these murders uh, they were found in different parishes and it took a little while for like all of these various parishes to start connecting the dots and if That's anyone cool. doesn't know Louisiana doesn't have counties we have parishes you know we're special
0: yes coming from the person who you know lives in Louisiana you are in fact very special for sure she's digging in her nose <laughs> she's, literally, she's, first, she's first knuckle deep in the nostril digging for sure
1: <laughs> um but finally you know they start connecting the dots and they're like wait a minute this could be the same guy murdering these people in all of these because he was like neighboring parishes down there you know neighboring counties yeah in yeah.
0: Pro- probably is the same guy. If you keep yeah. finding bodies in your sugarcane go field. Not
1: only finding the bodies, field. but like finding the bodies in the same,
0: it's the same manner, and it's also like very similar persons, like short, mm-hmm. stocky African American men. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's there's a little bit of a pattern that's starting to occur. It's not just like random people of no. all genders and races. Like, it's. A well, very I mean, he
1: he would you know person. he liked. He, there were some, like, white guys in there as well, like, they were, di- but his, you know, his, he mostly just liked short-stocky African-American men. Um, in March of 2005, the FBI finally assembles a task force, so they connect all of these dots. The FBI comes in. It was made up of the FBI, Louisiana State Police, and then nine of the South Louisiana Parish Sheriff's Offices. They were informed that 23 of the victims were homeless men who were all known for prostitution and drugs. Um, And they got a break in 2006. A man went to the police to report Ronald. He said that he was picked up by Ronald after being told, there's a woman, you know, I'll pay for you to have sex with her. This man was bamboozled. He was bamboozled. And I'm just going to go ahead and direct quote um, an article. It's from the Homa Times. We'll cite it in the show notes. Um, Wallace said, Dominique passed him several times in his truck along East Home Roadway before he stopped and offered him a ride. According to Wallace's account in the film, Dominique showed him a picture of a fictitious woman. As with most of his victims, the killer asked, if Wallace was interested in sex with a woman and also presented the opportunity for drugs. Dominique took Wallace to a trailer at 2215 Bayou Blue Road and told him a convincing story that would allow the killer to tie him to the bed lying face down. I told him, you can talk a hole in your head. I'm not getting tied up, Wallace said. That's what Wallace said. He said, wait a minute.
0: Shout out Wallace.
1: (laughs) He said, wait a minute. Mm Mm-mm. You're not about to tie me up.
0: I'm not a rotisserie chicken. You will not be tying me up.
1: (laughs) Not today. Um, Dominique, or as his friend, like um, Wallace's friend, Chris DeVille was murdered. Wallace came forward with details about how he got away. That the you know, of how the serial killer of the night, the serial killer picked him up. Without Ricky, maybe it would have taken longer to track the right suspect he would essentially put us on the right path to the right suspect um i didn't want to put too much in here from the documentary because you know you got to go right. watch, like you got to go watch it but wallace actually explains his enti- like the entire um how he felt
0: the the yeah all of the emotions,
1: everything. You yes. monly, monly, monly. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Mainly his like emotions and how he felt. Um, Ronald was arrested on December 1st, 2006, and he quickly confessed to the murders within three hours of being caught. He really,
0: yeah. uh, he really held it down to not want to go back to jail. Just yeah. really.
1: <laughs> the. The judge set an $8 million bond, uh, $1 million for each of the eight cases that he was charged with. He pled guilty to murdering eight men, obviously. Mark Rhodes, the district attorney, said the death penalty sentence for Dominique would have been less traumatic for the killer as he was petrified of serving jail time. He was sentenced to the eight consecutive life sentences on September 8, 2008, and he's currently serving time in Angola. Uh, and I'll tell you, a couple families were absolutely not happy about this. They wanted the death penalty. They think that he should not be allowed to live in prison. Um, there was one gentleman who didn't want him to get the, the death penalty, and he, I guess he thought he was speaking for everyone whenever, you know, they were asking or like people were talking about it, and he was like no absolutely he should serve his time in jail In this other family the same family um of the guy who they were like no he's not gay um they wanted him dead and i feel like i would have wanted him dead too
0: i see both sides of it mm-hmm. but because i am probably the most petty person on the planet i'm very well aware of how badly he did not want to go to prison So, I personally love the idea of him sitting in there being absolutely miserable every single day, hating every single second of every day, because that, to me, I, I also, there are some cases where I'm, like, an eye for an eye, absolutely, like, and so I I see both sides of it, I can understand, like, if it was me and my loved one had been murdered, I probably would be like, "No, no, 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 like, he should, it should definitely be the death penalty, because also, this is a lot of people, like, that's a pretty significant number of people that he killed so but i do i get i I get it like because i personally it gives me more joy knowing that he's literally sitting somewhere that he absolutely under no circumstance ever wanted to go back to Mm -hmm. but he did it to himself he made his bed and he has to lay in it and so to me i'm totally content with him being in prison for the rest of his life because i know that's the last place on the planet he wants to be
1: and i've been told
0: angola's a pretty terrible place also do you ever just like think about how I'm gonna try to google it but like you know like how you said like he was, he drove by him a few times like Wallace he drove by him a few times do you ever just like when you're out in public does it ever like do you, does it ever occur to you like whatever that statistic is of like how many murderers pass by you in your lifetime Hmm. I'm gonna google it hold on
1: <clears throat> I think about it I love the
0: ambiance of your typing On average, you will walk past 36 murderers in your lifetime. Hopefully, the next time you do go past one, they'll say, No, not that one. Too good looking. (laughs)
1: That's what this thing says. I'm too chunky and I'm too ugly. Please leave me alone.
0: Oh, here we go. We love a BuzzFeed article that says, 17 unsettling random facts that'll freak you the F out. Okay, so this BuzzFeed says you'll walk past at least 16 murderers. So, um... some badass on Reddit did the math for someone living in an average-sized city. So, where I'm at, I guess that would be considered an average-sized city. But if I go over to Seattle, I'm sure the number would be higher. Say you walk past 10 new people per day, 365 days a year, and you live for an average of 71 years. That's about 260,000 260, separate individuals that you might walk by and in a lifetime. And there are six murderers per 100,000 people. So you'd walk by about 16 murderers in your lifetime. Either way, walking past more than one. Don't sit right with me. No, Um, no thank you. Okay, I also don't like the rest of these. No thank you. No thank you.
1: (laughs) So, you guys, you really... Go watch the documentary. I loved it. Um... They also want the, like an important topic, aside from like Ronald and his like his victims, obviously terrible. But another thing that they point out is that not much media coverage was. I had never heard of this. Yeah, not much media coverage was done on this. Um, and not a, I had never heard of it either. Uh, it's really devastating. It was really devastating for this case, especially. Uh, they they apparently submitted it to The New York Times but they rejected it even after he was caught. They still rejected it. They claimed that it was a regional issue. Eight
0: um, people died. What? <laughs> what? 23 people pro- died. He got charged for eight people. 23 people died. That's too that, no, 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 no. A
1: prolific serial killer, and we have a country that is obsessed with serial killers.
0: And not only that, I do know that it has like been shown statistically that... Uh, minorities in this country, when they go missing, whether it be, you know, like, a person of color, whenever something happens to someone that's a person of color or a minority in this country, mm-hmm. they get far less representation in the media, because, like, I know with the Gabby Petito case, which we're, Emily's gonna cover that at some point, but, um, and a shout-out today, because Brian Laundrie is dead, y'all. That makes me so mad, but... Yeah, fortunately, <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately, unfortunately yes. fortunately. But like, they are very underrepresented, like, the, her case really shed a lot of light on it because there's a lot of Indigenous people in that area where her body was found mm-hmm. that have also gone missing, but so that, to me, like, this just kind of brings it back to that, um. It does. But Maybe
1: that's why they rejected it, because it's not, reason. you know, yeah. it's not a missing rich white person, or yeah. a missing rich person in general, because, yeah.
0: you know, most of the time it's rich people who are looked for and found yeah because the monetary resources are abundant and Mm -hmm. media coverage but uh not to totally sidetrack this but i was just reading the rest of those like 17 unsettling things um and i do want to cover him at some point but dennis rader who is the btk killer which btk stands for Bind, torture kill if you didn't know that um he would sometimes spend time in the victims houses by hiding in their closets until they were at their most vulnerable He would kill entire families and steal things from their home and it's set from the 70s to 90s and it says, always check your house for murderers. Um, And then this also says that you're more likely to be killed by a cow than a shark and then someone took a cow and drew devil horns on it and a pitchfork. (laughs) Cows are dangerous and scary. Cows can stomp on you while you're just skipping through a field and kill you. It's happened. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Yeah uh why did i keep every time you swim in the ocean you're basically bathing in a graveyard okay i'm closing you buzzfeed goodbye
1: <laughs> you I mean it's true it's
0: true well you have to go but that's pretty much well, it guys that was interesting girl. i've never heard of that and i appreciate that you brought that to the light because now that i know what was it the new york times that denied yeah. it shame on you new york times
1: shame, shame on you new york times if you're listening we know you are we know you're listening yeah Why wouldn't you you, you, care
0: you didn't care i bet i bet you i wouldn't be surprised if now with like how society's changed since this all went down if when he dies in prison i bet you they'll put something out like probably this turd bucket died in prison and yada 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 and this is who he Mm -hmm. was like the only reason that it'll get any notoriety is because of the fact that he's dead it's not even going to be about like getting the victims' names out there, it's gonna be about him being dead, but Yeah.
1: <sighs> it's baloney.
0: It's, it sure is it's baloney. And it's not Oscar Meyer Baloney, it's some off brand. Bologna.
1: balogna <laughs> Alright, are we gonna plug our socials today?
0: I guess we can. The Instagram <laughs> is Dark Damn Podcast. The TikTok that Emily never posts on is Dark Disturbed Pod. The email is Dark Dam Pod at gmail.com Facebook is facebook.com slash dark damn disturbed and or you could just search DDD podcast um, you can give us a re- leave us a review on Facebook or on Apple if you leave it on Apple'm i pretty positive it boosts the show a little bit more so we appreciate a review no matter where you leave it but um, we definitely prefer good reviews so don't leave a bad review at all for people. sure it will hurt my feelings but um, <sighs> I didn't this was too much for me, ma'am. I don't know what I was expecting, but it it wasn't that. Same. <laughs> um, and we're
1: also, I also want to put, um, I have like a complete list of all of his victims. It was 23. Um. I just named a couple of them in here. But there's a complete list that I found with like everyone's pictures that we can include.
0: Yes.
1: In our, in our Instagram post. Yes. Yes. So, yeah.
0: Okay, well, we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye! Bye.